Hello folks and welcome to FS Ride Along Season 4 Episode 2787 Ground School. Quality Wings has released their uh, um, product manual for their upcoming 787. They've also released the paint kit and uh, I've been reading the manual and I thought I would share some of my initial thoughts and impressions with you guys. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, first of all, I was teased uh, by a Batsim post linking a uh, Flight 1 download page that made it look like the 787 was out. Um, I audibly made happy sounds. Um, my neighbors, I'm sure, thought I was a little weird. But uh, I was ready for the 787 to be out, very excited. And I go to check, and it's not actually out. But what I did find was that they released the manual. I've been uh, flying to uh, Honolulu from Minneapolis, uh, which is not a realistic route, but uh, it's a route I decided to do nonetheless in the 777. And uh, I've been doing that, and I've been reading the manual. So far, based on the manual and the Just Planes um, videos, the 787 looks very similar to the 777. Um, there are some noticeable differences, mainly in display. Um, that's to be expected. It's Boeing's kind of next generation or current generation display. A lot of the displays in the uh, 737 MAX. Uh, mirror the 787 displays and of course the um, next generation of 777 airplanes are going to have very similar to displays to the um, 787 displays. So it's a whole new display package. Um, I've got to say I don't like it. I don't find it as visually appealing or as st streamlined I guess is the right word as the um, 777 and 747 and uh, 737 uh, next generation um, displays. I like the uh, previous generation displays, what can I say? So adjusting to the 787 style displays is going to be an annoying thing to me um, because they look almost too cartoony to, to be taken seriously. Um, that's my feeling and that's not, again, that's not something that's particular to the quality wings model that's just the airplane um but it looks cartoony to me but anyway um so the new the displays are different and new uh the trim reference speed is the same so you don't when you trim in the 787 uh you don't directly move the uh the stem uh the trim tab the stabilizer um, but you instead uh, integrate with the auto throttle system and uh, increase the uh, speed uh, setting. So in other words, you set the speed on your pitch so you, the speed goes up on your trim reference speed um, and that makes it so that theoretically without uh, control input the airplane will stabilize at that speed. So. Um, for the practical purposes of flight sim, um, the 777 has that system in the PMDG uh, product, and I don't trim 
in the 777. Um, I also don't trim in the 737 because uh, my trim controls uh, have malfunctioned and I can't figure out how to fix them. But um, for all practical purposes, um, for me anyway, even when I'm hand flying, uh, I, do, I just don't trim. I let the uh, auto throttle take care of the speed and don't worry about it. I just control pitch and roll until I engage the autopilot. So um, it's interesting if you were actually flying the airplane, I think. Um, but for practical sim purposes, it's kind of irrelevant. Um, but it is something to note that's interesting about the 787 and the 777. Um, other than the display differences, um, I can very much see why the 787 and the 777 share a common type rating. They're very similar airplanes in a lot of ways. Um, they've got the same weird half-assed Boeing uh, envelope protection sort of thing going on. Um, it's not quite the Airbus fly-by-wire. It, you know, it, it uh, is a little bit looser, a little bit uh, more reliant on the pilot. Um, the way I treat the envelope protections on the 777 is I pretend that they aren't there because my understanding of the uh, envelope protection system is not great and uh, I think it's safer uh, when you're flying to pretend that they're not there than to rely on them being there. I think that's probably the smart way to fly an airplane. Um, but that's where I come from. So um, I'm not as interested in looking for the envelope protections, but I do know they're there and uh, I just don't know when they'll apply. Um, well, I've read the manual, but my brain hasn't retained when they'll apply. So. Clearly, if I were in an actual ground school training class, I would not be doing very well. But um, those, so those are those fly-by-wire protections are there, um, just like in the triple seven. Um, the weird thing about the seven eight seven is its range. Um, it has a range uh, sufficient to cover um, on the extreme end. Uh, San Francisco to Singapore, more or less. Um, well, it, it does have the range to achieve San Francisco to Singapore. It might be able to do a little bit more, um, but that's the longest route I can think of that it would be able to do. Um, and uh, that's the Dash 9, so the Dash 9 can do that. Uh, based on the numbers I was looking at, the Dash 8 and 9 can both do... Uh, uh, San Francisco to Sydney um, and obviously Los Angeles to Sydney um, I think the Dash 9 is the only one that can do um, Los Angeles or San Francisco to Melbourne um, but since I have uh, had issues with uh, my FSX Steam Edition not working with um, the uh, the PMDG products. Um, I have uninstalled FSX Steam Edition and only have FSX installed, which with the way I bought uh, Orbix's Melbourne scenery means that I can't fly into Melbourne. But I presume that the 787 installer uh, from Quality Wings will work with uh, FSX Steam Edition so I can just easily install 
um, the 787 for FSX Steam Edition and have Melbourne back again, which would be so nice because I miss flying to Melbourne. So um, that is something that I'm looking forward to, uh, operationally speaking, with my roots and, and whatnot. Um, the 787 is an interesting airplane in that it is only long range. Um, airlines don't use it and it really isn't designed to be used for something like a transcon in high capacity. I mean it has the capacity to do it but uh, you wouldn't see it on a leg like San Francisco to New York or Los Angeles to New York. Um, I don't really know, I mean obviously the range is excessive so you don't need all that extra range but I don't know why uh, airlines haven't opted for that capacity for that route because if you look at the route um, and the number of planes per day that go from either San Francisco to New York or uh, Los Angeles to New York uh, the volume is definitely there to fill a 787 or even a 777 um, or even a 747 if you're doing one run but um, instead they use 757s sometimes still uh, and 737s, which boggles my mind. It seems like it would be less costly and uh, more operationally um, logical to operate uh, fewer flights with higher capacity airplanes for that run, but they don't do it. I don't know why. Um, they do it in Australia, but not in the US, so uh, that is an interesting thing. Um, so yeah, 787, very versatile. Uh, as I'm going through the routes that I regularly fly uh, in the sim, um, for long-haul routes, um, there is only one flight that I can think of that I've never actually done, um, and that is Singapore to New York, or actually New York to Singapore, which is the longer of the two because it's westbound. Um, that is something that the 787 cannot do. Uh, that is something that uh, the regular setup of the 777-200LR in uh, a PMDG's model can't do. You have to add the auxiliary fuel tank to be able to complete that flight, um, which is astounding to me. I would think, I don't know why I would think this, but I would think that the stock a 777-200LR wouldn't be able to complete that route, but based on the fuel calculations I made, uh, with some pre-flight planning, uh, the 777-200LR can't do the, um, the route from New York to uh, Singapore without uh, an extra fuel tank. So that's interesting. But, but that is the only route that I can think of that I regularly fly that the um, 787 can't do. So... Um, really, the for my fleet planning purposes, for my little pretend virtual airline that nobody else flies for, uh, that I call Travel World Airlines, uh, the 777 is, uh, 777-200 anyway, is pretty much an obsolete airplane. Um, the 787-9 has a similar capacity. Um, there's no reason not to use the 787-9. Uh, obviously, if I have a higher capacity long-haul route, I would either use uh, the 777-300ER or the 747-400. 
747 400 I don't use very much though simply because the real airlines aren't using that they're retiring them um, and it's an interesting case that PMDG is doing a 747-8 uh, I'm glad that they're doing it I'm looking forward to it um, but no airlines use it other than Lufthansa. I think that's the only airline that uses it. Um, so, you know, I'm going to have a 747-8 in my sim and no real operational basis uh, to fly it off of other than fictionalized routes that I've got to come up with. So that's going to be interesting. But going back to the 787, um, it's going to make the uh, 777 pretty much irrelevant. Uh, the 777-200 pretty much irrelevant. Uh, in my world, which is strange because I fly the 737 NG the most um, because it's such a virtual versatile aircraft. It can do, you know, short haul routes, Los Angeles to San Francisco, and it can do uh, transcons. Um, but anything more than that, you need obviously the 777 um, or the 74. Um, but now. Um, I don't need a 777 unless I'm doing high capacity runs. Um, I can just use the 78, or once it comes out, I'll just be able to use the 78, which is weird um, because I love the 777 and I don't want to feel like I'm leaving it in the hangar. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to decide when I'm doing my routes uh, whether I use a 777 or a 78. Um, I guess it'll be partly based on what the real world counterpart is doing. Um, and partly based on my mood at the time, I suppose. Um, so it'll be interesting once it shakes out. Um, I know that we're, we were all hoping that uh, the 787 would be out before uh, September 22nd, which I believe is the first day of fall, uh, because they said on the website, coming summer 2017, um, and uh, that's when summer ends, so I know a lot of people, including myself, were hoping that, that it would be out before then. It uh, doesn't look like it's going to be out before then, but uh, we do have this nice manual to read now, so that's good. Um, and uh, for my purposes, um, I spent my uh, fun money on Singapore. I know I said I wasn't going to buy Singapore, but damn it, I bought Singapore. Um, so now that I've done that, I have no fun money left in the month. Um, so I'm really, really hoping that the 787 doesn't come out in October. And I know there's a bunch of people looking forward to it that will probably shoot me for saying that. But October 1st or later, please, Quality Wings. Um, for my purposes, anyway. So I am looking forward to it. Um, I'm anxious about how good it's going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be... Uh, a legitimate competitor, competitor to PMDG products. Uh, the first Quality Wings aircraft was, uh, their 757 was pretty shoddy uh, as far as quality goes. Um, it's the best 757 currently available for uh, P3D FSX, uh, FSX Steam, um, but that's not saying much. Um, and uh, when we were in Flight Simulator 2004 world, the best 757 was the um, PSS 757. And unfortunately, uh, Phoenix Simulation Software died, uh, so we never got an FSX upgrade. Um, so the Quality Wing 75 has been the best 75 we've had for a long time. Um, 
Flight One has said that the uh, uh, Level D 757 is in beta, so now we can theoretically look forward to that. Um, but, uh, you know, the first uh, product, the Quality Wings, released was not, it, it was mediocre. Uh, I'll put it that way. And the first product, I mean, you know, first products are usually pretty me mediocre. Uh, look at the way the TFDI 717 started out. You can see, you know, that was very much a first product. They were learning. Um, that's pretty typical. The BA-146 um, that Quality Wings released, in my opinion, not much better. So I'm really hoping that they're upping their game with the 787. And I think they are. I think I'm going to be... Um, I hope I'm going to be satisfied, but we'll see. Um, as to getting Quality Wings on the show, um, I don't hold much hope, if I'm honest. Uh, I'm going to try after release, obviously. Um, but um, I've been so much of a fanboy in my interactions with them that it's probably not going to happen, unfortunately. But um, no matter what, um, I recommend checking out the manual. Um, it'll be an interesting read, uh, kind of give you an idea of what to expect from the 787. Um, and hopefully it'll be out soon. Um, other than that, I'm doing, uh, some fleet planning and thinking about my, you know, virtual airline, travel world airlines. Uh, I use, uh, TWA colors, uh, because travel world airlines happens to abbreviate to TWA. That was an accident on my part. It was just uh, the, taking the default airline that Flight Simulator came with, which was World Travel Airlines. And when I started flying um, high-quality payware aircraft, uh, there was not a World Travel Airlines livery available for them. So I started use, using TWA uh, paint jobs and calling my airline Travel World Airlines. So um, I give a lot of thought to fleet planning and routes. Uh, most of the routes are 737 routes. Uh, everything else is long haul is either a 777 or uh, a 74 uh, because that's those are the airplanes I have. Um, I don't have any A320s in my virtual fleet anymore uh, because I don't like the way the A320, uh, the Aerosoft A320 flies, um, and I never was able to figure out the flight factor A320. Um, so A320s is a no-go for my fleet, um, but it'll be interesting to add the 787 to my fleet. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, also looking forward to adding the 747-8 to my fleet and figuring out what the hell I'm going to do with that airplane because I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with that airplane. Um, so um, there is still some room for enjoyment for the FSX platform, I think. Um, obviously, I bought another scenery for it, so I'm extending uh, the life of uh, how much I'm going to use FSX for a little while longer. Uh, obviously, I'm going to buy the 787, so I'm going to extend it there. Um, it's a bummer that uh, Quality Wings is um, kind of separating out their development for uh, FSX and P3D, so P3D users are probably pretty pissed that they're going to come out with FSX first. But I think that's simply happening just because uh, they started developing it for FSX and, um, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. Maybe not a whole different ballgame, but it's a significantly different ballgame to develop it for P3D. So 
Um, that's why I think that's happening. So P3D users are going to be pissed, but I'm not a big fan of P3D or P3D users because they're arrogant. Uh, so I'm just going to say, ha ha, FSX kids at first, ha ha ha. Um, and I'm going to get angry letters because I said that. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps it up for me. I'm still kind of model, uh, I've got more things to say about my flight sim addiction and where I'm at with that. Um, I will say without going further into detail, uh, that flight simulator still provides a large amount of entertainment for relatively little money for me and uh, that makes it a very appealing thing to spend money on so um, that's my consideration oftentimes you know I can get I know I can get uh, I don't know probably 150 to 200 hours out of a plane in FSX a jetliner anyway uh, you know maybe 20 hours out of a GA aircraft depending um, so, I mean, you know, in this scenery, I'm probably going to fly this scenery at least 10 times, probably more. Um, and if it's scenery like Singapore, well, my hub is San Francisco. So, you know, flying to Singapore requires 16 hours. So that's 16 hours of entertainment there, uh, if you include cruises entertainment. So um, it's a cost-effective a cost uh, hobby. Um, and that's one of the things that makes it so seductive. So... On that note, I'm going to end things. Uh, you won't hear from me again till next month, but I hope you enjoyed the episode. Send me feedback, N-I-C-N-I-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, at Golf Mike Alpha India Lima, Dot Charlie Oscar Mike. And uh, let me know what's up and what your thoughts are. And until next time, stay safe, stay sane. Happy landings. So catch me if you can. I'm running hard without a comfortable plan. So catch me if you can. I'm on the boat, my hat pulled down with a bottle in my bag. I'm on the boat against the rail with the wind against my back. I'm on the road, the open road with my thumb outstretched from my hand. So catch me.